Welcome to part three of the BadgerBlitz.com Wisconsin NFL Draft Preview. I'm Benjamin Wargle, the Badgers football beat writer for the Rivals.com network, and today we're breaking down tailback Jonathan Taylor, one of the greatest statistical running backs in the history of college football. Taylor opened his college career as a backup as a true freshman in the first game of the 2017 season. It's a role he never had again. Earning the starting nod in week two of that year, Taylor was Wisconsin's workhorse for three seasons and became a record-setting running back in the process before declaring for this year's NFL Draft. He was a two-time Doak Walker Award winner, as well as being twice named the Big Ten Running Back of the Year and named a unanimous first-team All-American the last two seasons. He broke the FBS record for most yards as a freshman with 1,977 and then broke the 2,000-yard barrier in 2018 and 2019 becoming only the third tailback to have multiple 2,000-yard seasons. Taylor's career rushing total of 6,174 yards ranked second all-time in the Big Ten, trailing former Wisconsin Badgers running back Ron Dane by 951 yards. Taylor was so productive during his three college seasons that he scored 55 touchdowns in 41 career games and finished only 231 yards behind San Diego State's Donnell Pumphrey on the NCAA's all-time official rushing list. And for the record, Pumphrey played four seasons. Let's take a closer look at Taylor's profile for the NFL right after a word from our sponsors for today's show. When it comes to strengths for Jonathan Taylor, it's hard to argue with his career numbers. A well-built, productive runner, Taylor ran with a tenacity between the tackles, showed patience to let his blockers open running lanes for him, and impeccable vision to make defenders miss. In all three seasons at Wisconsin, Taylor had exactly 61 runs of at least 10 yards, in large part because of that bend and burst to break through the box. He has been lauded by multiple scouts because these traits work in multiple run schemes. Pegged as more of a bruiser than a speedster, Taylor opened a lot of eyes when he ran a 4.39 40-yard second dash at the NFL Scouting Combine. Not only was his 40-yard dash the top time among running backs, Taylor tied for 7th fastest out of all tested participants. He also finished 4th among running backs in the 3-cone drill running a 7.01, and six in the 20-yard shell running a 4.24. Those numbers proved he was more than just a Wisconsin battering ram. He had a little bit of speed to his game. According to NFL.com, Taylor's strengths are him having, quote, prototypical height, weight, speed, and durability, hitting 200-plus yards 12 times during his career, rarely rushes the run and allows lead blocks to eat, has deep line of scrimmage press for cutback freedom, sinks, plants, and cuts with one-cut talent, Navigates and flows with contours of the run lane. Bursts around the corner, outpaces pursuit. Former track man with a breakaway gear. Plays with good bend and forward lead. Balances through contact for additional yardage. Possesses talent to make something out of nothing and chops out legs from under blitzers. Now when it comes to Taylor the running back, the main concern is fumbling. An issue that was come and go throughout Taylor's career. He fumbled 15 times over his three seasons. But when it comes to Taylor the receiver, he has worked exceptionally hard on the pass-catching aspect entering last season. After catching just eight passes in each of his first two seasons at Wisconsin, Taylor upped that total to 26 last year and registered 252 yards and 9.5 yards per catch average and five touchdowns. It's a step in the right direction, and he looked good with his route running and pass-catching during the NFL Combine and UW's Pro Day, but still requires more attention and development from him to make him dynamic in the passing game in the NFL. Wisconsin got a lot of mileage out of Taylor in three years. They gave him 926 touches over his 41 career games. And considering the lifespan of NFL running backs, some teams might choose to go with a runner with less wear on the tires than Taylor. 
According to NFL.com, some of Taylor's weaknesses are the occasional hesitation processing the interior, lax fluid jump cuts, slow feet and covers into contact inside at times, anticipates second-level moves instead of splitting defenders, and not a powerful pile mover in tight quarters. Now, Taylor only caught passes at UW's Pro Day in mid-March, laying his testing numbers at the combine stand on its own, but he shared his opinion on his draft stock with reporters after his workout. Here is that conversation. Jonathan, how pleased with you? Pleased were you with your forty and all your drills at the combine? Uh, yeah, I was pleased with the drills. I mean, of course, like the, the shuttle and, and the L drill there at the end. Um, it was still about like I think the top five in, in both of those drills. But you know, it, the pressure's on at the combine, and you know they just want to see guys go, guys go out there and compete. So I felt really good with how the, you know the workout went at the combine. Did that put today at ease at all, or is there, did you still feel some pressure today? No, there's always pressure. I mean, when you know there's eyes on you, you know they, they're still boxes to check. Went to come out here, make sure I caught the ball well. Um, you know, did a little bit of it this year. You know, being able to showcase that, but you know, just wanted to be able to confirm that with all of the scouts and the coaches. You know, come out here and see me do that. How happy were you, Jonathan, catching the ball and showing the scouts what you could do as far as you know getting the ball in that fashion, so to speak? Yeah, I was happy. I like to say I got like a 95% today. There was one little pivot route that I didn't stick, but I stuck the one before. Um, so other than that, you know, I felt like you know it was a good day today. Is that all you did today? Kept some passes in an interview with the coaches. Set the plan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jonathan, one time you had you lined up wide like a receiver, yes. which is what backs have to do nowadays in the NFL. Yeah. Did that feel comfortable? Is that starting to come around? For you? Yes. Like, and if you think about it, like the first game of the season this year versus South Florida, you know, I'm out wide. I caught a touchdown pass there. So you know, that's something that you know I've been working on. That's something that you know I can do without a doubt. So we want to make sure we check that box today. So there's some doubt going into the combine, how fast you would run. Then you put up that 439. Did it feel good to kind of silence that doubt and say, hey, I'm as fast as I show? Yeah, I heard that there there was doubt, but every time, like, you watch Wisconsin football, they talk about my track background and <laughs> things like that. So I didn't know how that kind of contrast happened, but, you know, I was I was happy with, with the time. You can have a shirt that just says 439, or you, just, <laughs> you like to put that out there a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I was... So in your head, I went 3-7 two weeks before at training. Mm. So you think about, okay, either the adrenaline's going to kick in and you're going to go faster, or you're going to be right around that time. So it was kind of within that range I, I figured I'd be in. So what's the feedback that you're getting from teams here right now these last couple of days? Um, so especially after the, today, you know, the biggest question, they just want to see me catch the ball naturally. Um, you know, only had a, a, out wide a few times uh, during the season. Um, one of them was a touchdown, though, so that, that's always good. But, you know, they just wanted to check that box just to see me in different positions running routes. I got a couple spot routes. They wanted to see me, you know, work my range of motion to see my catch radius. So, you know, just that's the only thing that they wanted to really clear up. Is there anything particular that you're going to be doing these next few weeks now up until leading up to the draft? Time to get in football shape now. I mean, before you're, you're getting in testing shape for the combine and then, for us, we had an early pro day, so you got like a week just to do a bit of conditioning, and now it's time to, you know, fully get geared in and locked in for football. This was a big day for Chris Orr. He was kind of the one guy among you guys who didn't get to go around by. Um, were you less than thrilled with him not being invited, and what do you think he can do? Yeah, I was telling scouts like that like all the time. And they were telling me, I don't know how he's not here. I mean, he was like top six in the nation in sacks and led the team in tackles. You know, at the University of Wisconsin, how are you not at the combine? But, uh, you know, he showed out great today. Um, he had he was smooth, showed that, you know, he's athletic. And I think that was the biggest thing. This was I knew he was going to kill it. You know, if anybody works well under pressure, it's Chris Hoy. Do you expect your name to be called Thursday, April 23rd? 
that's, that's what you work for your whole life. That's what you work for your whole life. Um, of course, if that doesn't happen, you go from there. But I mean, that'd be, you'd be really ecstatic to hear your name called then. Really ecstatic. <laughs> that first day. <laughs> and the other thing is just kind of the other demands on your time. And obviously you do them because you want to do them, but you've got an autograph signing tonight. You've got a football camp coming up this weekend. How much joy does that give you? And how much is that like, oh boy, this is a different phase of my life? Oh, it's actually, it's exciting because you realize you get to give back now. You know, a, a lot of the times you feel like you just give back by going out there and playing well each and every single week, you know, for the fans. And now you actually get the chance to do something, you know, bigger than yourself. You get a chance to go out there and, you know, sign autographs, have the camp for the kids. Got kids that look up to me each and every single day. You want to make sure that you're being the right mobile model, role model on and off the field. So it's a good feeling. Jonathan, you're number one for individual records when you were here, but since you've moved on is there one thing that you did here that you accomplished or you one that really stands out to you from your time here uh really one of the biggest things is you know getting on the all-american wall in the running back room because i know when i came in that was something that i looked at and you know wanted to chase you know those are the guys who were in these same meeting rooms who put their time in who put the work in each and every single day and you know you just want to be a part of that legacy so other guys can come in and want to chase that as well was it pretty easy for you to decide to not to come back did you like did did you have pros and cons or were you pretty much as soon as the game was done took a day and then you were you were all set yeah there's always pros and cons you look at how far away you from graduating you look at things you want to accomplish on the field um and i think you definitely had to sit down and look at those i'm pretty sure there's not pretty too much of times where you can just say oh that's it mm -hmm. um but you know for me i had to look at you know the pros and cons for our school on the field things and you know what was to come looking forward Speaking of Legos, you mentioned that a little bit. Um, Ron Dane was here today, obviously, checking you out, making sure you're good. Um, how, what does that mean to you to have him here, knowing what, knowing his background? It means a lot. You're talking about the top dog, you know, one of the goats to come through Wisconsin at the position, um, even at all, all time. But I think you, you just want to have that kind of support. I think that's the biggest thing is understanding that even got him, Melvin, James White, Dare, all those guys, it's like a fraternity and we support one another and it's awesome that, you know, when you come to the University of Wisconsin as a running back, you get that, you join that fraternity. Whether you know it or not, you, you'll realize it once you leave that it's a fraternity. Taylor's college production and his speed performance at that combine may have him high on a lot of draft boards, including many in the first or second round. Chad Royer of NFL.com is Taylor going to the Miami Dolphins with the 26th pick and NFL.com's Gil Brandt, a 29 Pro Football Hall of Famer and the former VP of Player Personnel for the Dallas Cowboys has Taylor as his number 24 overall player in this year's draft and the only tailback being selected in the first round. The Dolphins are a popular landing spot for Taylor considering Miami finished last in the league in rushing in 2019, averaging just 72.3 yards per game. The San Diego Union Tribune has Taylor going to the Dolphins at number 18, and DraftSite.com and the Washington Post had Taylor previously tapped to the Dolphins at number 26. Chris Trapazzo of CBSSports.com thinks the Dolphins will snatch Taylor in the second round at pick number 39. Other first-round landing spots and mock drafts project Taylor to the Saints at number 24. That's by USA Today. The Baltimore Ravens at number 28 by DraftWire and WalterFootball.com. Tennessee Titans at number 29 by Maurice Jones-Drew of NFL.com. And the 32nd pick to the world champion Kansas City Chiefs, that's by the fourth worst star Telegram, the Los Angeles Times, and Pro Football Network. Mock drafts that have Taylor being picked in the second round include Draft Tech going number 37 to the Chargers, Bleacher Report and Sporting News to the Steelers at number 49, and the Draft Network has him going number 54 overall to the Buffalo Bills. 
Josh Edwards of CBS Sports is the only mock draft. He had the only mock draft that I could find that had Taylor outside the first two rounds, having the Detroit Lions pick him at number 67. Now, Wisconsin has picked up multiple top-notch running backs from New Jersey over the years, including Ron Dane and Corey Clement. And seeing both of those players have success, not to mention taking an official visit during the electric atmosphere of an Ohio State home game, was enough to convince Taylor, a native of Salem, New Jersey, to flip his commitment from Rutgers to join the Badgers. For teams looking for an instant impact player, Taylor fits that billing. And while it's a shame UW fans won't see him break more records with the Badgers, he is ready to make that leap to the pros and has a great chance to be the first running back drafted next week. Taylor might not be the only Badger selected in the first round of this year's NFL draft, as former outside linebacker Zach Bond has started to creep his way into many first-round mock drafts over the last several weeks. He'll be our next profile when we talk to you next time on the BadgerBlitz.com Wisconsin NFL Draft Preview.